Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Sarkat Speaks. It's Jared and Bob here, flying at you on a Sunday night. Um, so we uh, we we got some decent uh, decent games today. Finally, in the NFL, uh, we were talking about this in our our group text earlier. Um, you know that I had said, "Oh wow!" You know it looks like, and I had said this, but I don't know, maybe at like eleven o'clock this morning. Like, oh wow, it looks like we're gonna get some great games today. Like the matchups look really good. You know, maybe only like the I think the only the only game I said I expected to be gross, and it was was um, Pittsburgh Atlanta. Um, unfortunately, there was a few other stinkers in the early window, but this late window of games has been great. Um, but also, it's been some goofy shit today, right? Like, I know we we talked right before I hit record about uh, our our buddy here, Ian McMillan friend of the show, go check him out at Big and Bets podcast. Um, he, I don't have the tweet right in front of me, but he bet on. So it started, the it Niners. started with, so it started with Baltimore and they lost their quarterback in the first half. Yep. He bet on the Niners who lost their quarterback in the first half. Yep. He had over 40 and a half when the giants and the commanders were tied at 20 and went to overtime. Finished tied. In- and it ended in a tie, yeah. <laughs> um, he bet on he the Jets. Had... Oh God, I did. The too. Jets, the Jets couldn't score on first and goal. So the Jets couldn't score three trips to the red zone. Yeah, and I just needed them to cover plus three. I didn't even need them to win. Yeah, same. I took the Jets plus three. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Nothing, and of course it's hard to say because they went for it on fourth down. But it's like, oh, you just kicked that field goal. Yeah. But, you know, when you're coaching at that time, it's hard to say because you need to go for the win. So, right. Um, yeah, they had three chances. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and then his last bet was, was Cleveland the Texans. Or the Texans. And Cleveland scored 24 points, none of which were on offense. Yeah. Imagine that. I want, I want to know that statistic. When's the last time? A team scored 27 non-offensive points. I, think. I don't know, dude. It's I don't know if you like. Might be the first time, time ever. But they had a what? They had they had one of each, right? A return, a pick, and a fumble. Yeah, it has to be, if not the first time ever. It, I, I mean, it's got to be the first time ever, at least that the team that did that. Those were the only points scored in the game. Yeah, right. Like a team, a team has probably done that before, but they might have also scored other points. You know what? It's really hard to say though with a pick, a fumble, and a return touchdown. That's yeah. hard. That's fucking hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, especially think- because before Marcus Jones, whatever week that was, week 11, there was only one return touchdown in the NFL. Yeah. So not only are you supposed, you're supposed to have you're supposed to have a return touchdown and a fumble return touchdown and a pick return touchdown in the same game and not score offensively. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Watson looked bad. He looks like a guy that hasn't played in two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of like everyone came in today and everyone was like. Oh yeah. Well, see, this is this is the goofy shit, right? 
And this is where you get people that are fucking dickheads. They're like, well, it was the right bet. It just didn't hit. Like if there ever was a game where you, where I would allow someone to say that and not give them a rash of shit, it would be this game, right? No, like they lost by two score. They lost by double digits. Yeah. But Deshaun Watson played so bad that like, if someone bet Houston plus eight, and again, this is where we get into like, the, it's the dumb shit, right? That's the dumb shit that people say, oh, it was the right bet. Houston plus eight was the right bet. I would say the Jets are a better example because they were down five, getting three. First and goal from close, didn't punch it in, got the ball back, didn't punch it in. Oh, no. Right. Yeah, didn't punch it in. Yeah. Got the ball back again. They could have got kicked down field goals in the red zone every time. Got down in the red zone and then threw a pick at the it was fourth and fourth and ten in the red zone. So yeah, threw a yeah. pick, but that's a bet that should have fucking hit. Jets yeah. plus three. Yeah. But this is why it's also gambling, because right. Because weird shit like that happens. Fucking Minnesota. They are fucking killing me. Because the bar, and that's the thing is the bartender keeps taking them. Yeah. So the bartender's killing me. Yep. By proxy of fucking Minnesota. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I refuse to believe that Minnesota is a good team. Well, they've been playing. So they have the they have the AFC East. Have they played Miami yet? I feel like they have. I think they have. So they lost to Philly pretty convincingly. Um, I don't know who their other loss is. Do they or do they still only have one? Uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Uh, but Minnesota. They beat they beat Buffalo in that fluky game. They had they lost to the Cowboys. They got oh, fucking shit stomped by the Cowboys, forty to three, and then so, they lost to the Eagles, twenty four to seven. So, in terms of like your competition in the NFC, they've effectively lost both of those games. Yeah, and they took Buffalo to overtime. Yeah, but that was again them. that was the Josh Allen fumble. Right. Right. They let the Patriots hang in. They let the Jets hang in. Yeah, they would. They've had close games with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. They, they only beat the Lions the by four. Like they're playing the Bears, the Packers. Like the NFC North isn't this good. So if you look at their, so they're ten and two. Um, their wins against the Packers in Week One. I mean. Green Bay's not Look good at, this year. Looking at what the Packers are now, like that's not impressive. That's not an impressive win. Green Bay's not good. Uh, week three, they beat the Lions. I mean, at that time, the Lions had the best offense in the league, but they're the still worst the defense. They're the, they're worst, the worst defense. They're the worst so, defense. So that's not a good win. It's not a not impressive. And then they, they won beat by the four, Saints. didn't they? Yeah, they only won by four. Saints mm. suck. They beat the Saints in week four. The Saints are suck. awful. They beat the Bears in week five. Suck. Barely. They beat the Bears by... A well, a touchdown. Um, they, they suck then, too. And so. that was before the Bears figured it out. And then they beat the Dolphins 24-16 in week six. That's a fine win. Who play, no, no. 
Oh, was that when Skylar? I think Skylar Thompson played. Uh, let me check the box score. Uh, yeah, that one by Teddy eight Bridgewater. with a third string quarterback. That was the game that Teddy Bridgewater died, and they put Skylar Thompson in. Yeah, you play, so for three quarters of the game, Skylar Thompson played. So you won by eight against a third string quarterback. Yeah. So that's not that good of a win. Then they had a that bye. wasn't even fucking prepared. Then they beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals are not good. Nope. Uh, then they beat the Commanders. They're not good. Nope. Then we have the Bills that we just talked about. Luke. Then, then we have them getting throttled by the Cowboys. Then we have almost losing to the Patriots. Um, and yep, then need, needing a kick return touchdown in that game. Right. And then almost losing to the Jets. So yeah. this now looking at the rest of their schedule, they're at Detroit, home against Indy, home against the Giants, at Green Bay, and at Chicago. That's awful. That is a awful, awful, awful schedule. They might finish 15 and two. Well, like there might be one game where they just fucking choke it away. But like I would have a hard time thinking that the Vikings are going to finish worse than 14 and three. And uh, they're going to be off. They're going to probably be 14 and three and lose in the divisional round. Well, it depends on what sorry ass team they catch, but yeah, I will be, too. I will be, I will be fading Minnesota in yeah. the playoffs and probably losing 100%. I will fade Minnesota with you and probably lose. Justin Jefferson will turn into 2008 Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like they're they're not good enough to win in the playoffs. We've seen it with plenty of Patriots teams here, right? In New England. We've seen these teams that are, you know, 14 and 2, 13 and 3, whatever, and like then I think were they 13 and three the year they lost to the Jets in 09? No, 08. It was 10. 09 was the Ravens. Yeah, that was a Gary Guyton game. Yeah. Uh 2010, they were 14 and two. Yeah. And they lose to the Jets, right? It's like you lose you're a quote unquote good team, right? And this is what Ian talks about all the time. Like the record basically means nothing. It's last year's Titans. Yeah, yeah. They they are last. So they they're last year's Titans, but um, with a worse defense. At least the Titans were like had some balls on defense. Like they were who okay. Do, who do the Vikings year. have on defense? Like doesn't matter who they give up a fuckload of fucking. They they do they do not have a good defense. No, um, they, I know they don't. I, that's like, what I mean. The Titans defense last year was better. That's what I was saying. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. They were both bad. <laughs> Yeah. But so the only thing though is the Minnesota offense is better than last year's Tennessee offense. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the fucking league right now. Yeah, and I think I uh, see the thing though, I don't know about offensive line. Like the the Titans offensive line might have been better, but they might not have been. I don't really know. And I, don't I think know they were long, really good last year. And I don't know how long Darisaw is gonna be out. So, because um, I don't know if there was a way to short Minnesota, I absolutely would be fucking doing that right now. Yeah, there is a they do that. They do someone. Fuck, I'm gonna look that up really quick. Um, 
they they have that. There's a stock market for sports teams. Um, yeah, if, if I could, <laughs> I don't know how how do I bet on them not winning the Super Bowl or not? Uh, well, outside of going game to game because they're going to be favorites. All sports market sports investing pays lifetime. Is this it? I don't know. I don't know if this is actually it, but I feel like I've seen people talk about this before that there is a stock market for athletes and like sports players and teams and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I would, uh, the, the way to short them is to just bet against them once, once it comes playoff time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing, at least for me in the meantime, is I have a future on them to win the NFC North, which is looking pretty solid right now. Because I don't even know who's in, is the, are the Packers still in second place or is it the Lions? I don't even know. Packers win today? Um, I don't know. Yeah, they did. They beat Chicago. Yeah, they beat Chicago. That's right. 28-19. Um, yeah, dude, the Lions are in second place in the NFC North at five and seven. So Minnesota has to be close to being able to clinch. I think so. I would imagine next week. If they win next week, they clinch the division. Because there's five games left. All right. So mathematically, Minnesota could lose the next five and the Lions win the next five and they're both 10 and seven, right? So mathematically, there's a chance. So if Minnesota wins next week, then there would only be four games left and they would have 11 wins. So I think if they they win, they clinch the division next week, which is crazy because it's only week 14 next week, right? Yeah, seems early. Yeah. But that's how bad that division is. Yeah, it's not great. Not I mean, great. dude, looking at the NFC as a whole, it's not good. So, so this this is this is the and I know I brought it up before. <clears throat> is this where you buy low on the Tampa Bay Bucks? I was just about to say that because on the on the app that I'm looking at, it's it has obviously they're all listed by division. So the NFC North is like the Vikings are ten and two, and then Lions, Packers, Bears are five and seven, five and eight, three and ten. And then you go to the NFC South, which is next. The Buccaneers are in first place in the NFC South at five and six, and then the pack the Falcons are five and eight. Panthers are four and eight. Saints are four and eight. So. Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Who do you like to win outright? Just outright. In that game? Yep. Like um divisional round in Minnesota. In Minnesota? I would probably take the Bucks. But so outright. No, 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 I didn't ask. Yeah, I didn't no, ask I know. Spread. I know, I know. I didn't ask betting. I said outright who wins that game i want to take the bucks i would probably still i would for sure take the bucks on the spread they'd probably be at least four point dogs but 
I would, and I would take the money line. I would take the money dogs. line. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, so what now? Because truthfully, the, 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 we obviously we like to gamble. So that's where our heads go immediately. Cause like a lot of people ask me on Thursday, it's like, oh, Bill's Patriots. What do you like? I go, Bill should roll. Yeah. I go, but I don't know why that line came down from six to three and a half. Yeah. And, people like yeah 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 it's like oh, i don't know maybe take the three and a half i'm like yep uh, sharps got too cute that's it that's all that happened yeah that's that's it yep that's, that's the sharp the sharps got too cute that line came from six to three and a half hopefully people smoked buffalo on that because that would have been lucrative i know you did fine yep but, I said that. I said that. I was like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Like, I, dude, I was that, that was the thing for me is I was missing. I was like, something. pound Buffalo. Buffalo is going to roll in this game. Like, I don't care what the fucking line movement is doing. Like, the, we're Patriots fans, right? Like, we know this team theoretically better than any other team in the league. And it's like, don't do not take the Patriots against the Bills. <laughs> the only other thing that had me a little whatever is everybody around here thought they were going to lose. Thought they were going to lose, thought they were going to get rolled. Like, yeah, I'm like, fuck, every time that happens, I, I bet you if people thought, oh, I don't know, we might have a chance. I probably yeah. would have came home and slammed Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. But people were talking like we're going to get killed. And I'm like, but how if that's the narrative, how is that going this way? And it's like, eh, well, I guess the Sharps really, really got too cute on that one. Yeah. Um, wow. Cincinnati is going to beat Kansas city again. You know, I didn't spend too much time making that matchup, but Cincinnati looks good. So remember when we were on here and we were doing, Oh, anyway. So my whole point about like the Tampa oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like logic would say Minnesota should win that game straight up, just right. equal standard, whatever, but there is no chance. My, my confidence in that is like 51%. Oh yeah. Now Minnesota against who's gonna sneak in? I don't even know. Um the Giants. Like the Giants have a very weak schedule. They suck, but fucking whatever. Yeah. So Minnesota against the Giants. Yeah, that's two fucking terrible teams. Minnesota's offense will win that game. Right. But the Bucks? Bucks, Cowboys. Unfortunately. Well, it could happen, but uh, it would be weird for it to happen. I don't think the the Vikings and the Bucks can't play each other in the divisional round because the three division winners. Because now there's only one bye, yeah. So the three division winners play the three wild cards. Oh, okay, so, so since Tampa doesn't get in, right, right. As so a wild they, card. Yeah, they would have to play. Gotcha. They would play each other in the conference. Uh, yeah, so then they would be the four. Well, no, they would play in the divisional round because the wild card weekend is the first weekend. So, yeah, but if there's any upset. Right, right. If the season ended today, it would be Minnesota against Seattle, uh, San Francisco against the Giants, and then the Bucks against the Cowboys. I don't need, I do not, I want, I think I, I, you can't, I, I you know, obviously the, the fine people of Antigua don't let you bet on 
Super Bowl odds while the games are being played. That's fine. That's pretty standard operating procedure. That's not yeah. their fault. Um, but if Minnesota has to play Dallas or Tampa, I don't think they win that game. No. No way. And it's like it's easy to say because Dallas fucking throttled Minnesota. But it's it's a great matchup for Dallas. Yeah. It is. It really is. No, it's a it's 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 a fucking that that that's why like that's why I think that happened. It was it was too good of a matchup for Dallas, and it's like that's who Minnesota is if they had to play a team with a fucking pulse. Right. Yeah, I think you were right. What you said before. I think Minnesota, if they play the Giants, they probably win. If they play the Seahawks, they win. Yeah, if I think the they outscore the Seahawks. If the Commanders sneak in somehow, they'll beat them. But like once they have to play like the Niners, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Eagles, like there's not yeah. a chance. Not a fucking chance. And it's like they're probably dogs to Philly and San Francisco. Yep. They're probably favorites to Dallas and Tampa. Would they be though? Uh, to Dallas? So if I, if they lost 40 to 3. I mean, I know the game would be in Minnesota. So but I guess still, I, like, well, I guess the the one aspect that fucks this all up is that it's Dallas, yeah. and you have to account for where the books books are going to put that number. So actually, they probably would open as dogs to Dallas because if they give Dallas three, they're going to be so fucking upside down on it. Right. Right. So, but I don't know. I mean, that's that's a weird one. I don't know. Doubt like. Would they make Dallas minus four and a half against the number one seed? I don't know. What would be the number two seed? Philly's the number one. I mean, Philly still has to play some games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, wow. Holy shit. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. There's a chance that the Vikings get the number one seed. If they go 15 and 2 or 14 and 3, there's a fucking very, very good chance they end up with the one seed. Yeah. Holy shit. Let's look at the, what's the Eagles schedule. Well, well, they the got, Eagles, they play the Giants twice. Yeah. Then they play the Bears, the Saints, and the Cowboys. So the Eagles could lose to the Cowboys, but they'll they should beat the other, they should win the other four games. They should beat the Giants twice and the Bears and the Saints. Cowboys is kind of a toss-up. Well, the Cowboys should win that game, actually, because it's another good matchup for the Cowboys. Yeah. Because the Eagles... I think they lost earlier in the year. The Eagles can't stop the run, and the Cowboys run the ball very fucking well. Um, I could also see Philly being one of those teams where they kind of like limp their way in. And then it's like, ooh, I don't know, Philly, Philly. I don't know, Philly. It's like, ooh, I don't know. I think Seattle could beat Philly this time. They're playing in the first game, and then Philly just comes out and thumps them. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you know how like like today's some game. teams do that. It's like everyone came out this week and was like, I don't know, De- Derrick Henry going against the Eagles. The Eagles can't stop the run. Oh come on! T- better watch the Titans. Better watch the Titans. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. Eagle, the Eagles are gonna roll. And then they did, thirty-five to ten. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've Titans. also we've also seen enough of the Titans, unfortunately. To I've know seen that plenty of the Titans to know that they fucking suck. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, I might have to. 
I might have to place that. Yeah. That box bet. And then Michael I, uh, Island. Let me take a ride. Oh. That'd be fun. I don't like having futures in my account because it's like my then it would like, you know, my it knocks my account balance down and then right. it's like right. Like I don't want to make another deposit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just money that's held. And it just sits there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a that's a good point. That is a, a pretty fair point. Um the other thing too, I didn't even realize this, but um apparently I'm getting throttled in the uh the pool this Uh-oh. week. Oh. So I didn't have admittedly, I didn't have enough time this week to sit down and look at each game. So I didn't blindly <laughs> tail Ian's picks, but I took a lot of Ian's picks this week and Ian did not have a good week. Well, as, I mean, I, as, as we discussed. Yeah. And I am not having a good week in the pool. So I think I pulled it together in the late window. Um, this is usually around the time when I check, I typically check. Like, I think I've said this before on the podcast. I usually check like, right at the beginning of the four o'clock games, because then obviously the one o'clock games are done. And then I check again, right, but right around this time before the, the late game kickoff. So, um, I am tied for last place. Uh Oh, with eight points. The good news there though, Cunty Chris, who was in second place, who is potentially closing in Just only has bad. 10 points. <laughs> so he's only going to gain two points on me this week for second place. Well, as it stands right now, there's still two more games to go. So um, there obviously could, that could change, but you want to talk about a fucking fall from how's, 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 F- how's uh, F3 putts doing. Cause I think he, I thought he was third. He is tied for first right now. Uh, um... Well, he's only got 177 points. Oh. I have 203. What's that, 16 games? No. That's 26. So. Yeah, that's 26. That's. Conti Chris is in second place with 191. Then it's Chris Freights. Yep. Chris Freights has 189. And then. I think it's is that Gallagher has 187. No. I don't know who Blizzak is. Different Anthony. Ah. Um. Yeah, that's the top. Uh Nick, shout out to Nick, friend of the show here. Him and uh Benedict Arnold both have 187. What's that? 16? behind you eight eight games uh something like that all right i keep telling people everyone's like oh well it's over it's over i'm like dude if he has yeah i mean it takes like a three and 13 we i mean okay so there are 15 games so like four and 11 right and then if you turn around and go 10 and five that's six games yeah yeah so We'll see. I'll probably blow it down the stretch because that's. I mean, it was to be expected anyway, right? Like we've talked about this on the show. There was zero chance. 
I was going to go all season hitting 64% of the games. So I knew I was going to, I was going to have a stinker. I was just trying to obviously avoid it as best as possible and go figure the, the one week where I, <laughs> where I don't actually have time to look at the games is obviously the week that I fucking blow. Well, get your fucking affairs in order because I know we're this out week, next week this week coming up is busy is fucking busy. I'm out every single day this week. I'm on site somewhere. And then obviously we're gone the fucking, weekend. Better fucking wake your ass up. I know. Or if fucking you ain't going to sleep, pick one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna have to do it in the morning. So Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, um, let me see if I can pull up the episode list. Um, because there is the, the thing that I wanted to bring up, um, cause I think we could actually have like a pretty decent, um, decent conversation about it. Ooh, no, we don't want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's called limitless. Um, it's on Disney plus and it's this TV show, our uh, limited series, whatever with Chris Hemsworth. So there's six, uh, there's six episodes. I think they're like 50 minutes each, whatever. Um, it's a, it was run by Nat Geo, but obviously because they're owned by Disney plus, um, it's on Disney plus. Uh, I think, I mean, for you, I can't sit here and be like, oh, dude, you should watch it because uh, like you and I coming from like the fitness world, um, it was nothing groundbreaking that I hadn't already known that I didn't learn either in school or from other podcasts. So, you know, Peter Atia? No. Who's really? That? You don't know Peter Atia? He's, um, he is a doctor that is involved in, um, like longevity and st- okay. things like that. And he's big into fitness. Um, he was kind of tied to the CrossFit world at one point, but he kind of separated himself from that when he realized it was just stupid. Um, he's, he's boys with Rob Wolf. Um, that's kind of like, it was Peter Atia and Rob Wolf were like the two guys, you know, at the crux of CrossFit. And then when CrossFit started getting fucking stupid, they were like, all right, we're, we're going to go do our own thing over yeah, but here. They got, they got out a while ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was when it got stupid internally, but people didn't realize that for another like six years. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Peter Atia kind of pivoted. And like I said, went into like longevity stuff. Um, and Rob Wolf obviously went into nutrition. Um, both of them are great. Um, they've, they've put out some, some really interesting stuff. I don't think Atia has any books, but Rob Wolf, I think has come out with at least two or three books. Um, oh, dude, the paleo guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, unfortunately, that's what he's pegged as now. It's like, Oh, Rob Wolf, the paleo guy. Um, but so the, there's six episodes right on it. And I think it was really, really cool. And I I would recommend it to just about anybody. Um, I think any average person should watch this. 
um, because it, it talks about a lot of like really good health benefits and stuff. So the first episode is um, it's called shock. So it's about um, extreme cold. So I also kind of don't want to give too much of it away, obviously, because I want our listeners to fucking go check it, check it out. But the, the main theme the each episode has like a main theme, right? So the main theme of the first episode is um, cold plunges and ice baths and things like that. So they actually go into a little bit of the science behind like how it works. Like they don't go like deep dive in like they at one point for another episode that I'll talk about in a minute, like when they talk about strength, they like do like a zoom in on like a virtual cell and they show like the mitochondria and they don't get like deep dive into like the mitochondria and like the ribosomes and all that shit and like how the cells actually work. But like they do show the mitochondria and they say like, it's important for all that shit, but whatever. Um, they give you a, 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 a basic level knowledge of, of some of this stuff. So they talk about the cold shock proteins, uh, in the first episode and why they're, they're good for you. And they also kind of talk about, um, heat shock proteins as well. So they talk about sauna. So the whole first episode is kind of about extreme temperatures and like how it helps the body and how, they don't use the word apoptosis, but it's, it kind of facilitates cellular apoptosis, which for anyone that's listening, that's like, what the fuck did you just say? That's basically like the killing of faulty cells in your body, basically like cells that are broken or old and shit that don't work good. Um, that kind of clears these heat shock and cold shock proteins kind of like clear all that stuff. But I thought it was really cool. It's really interesting. And it gives like enough information that like people are interested but not so much information that you're just like i have no fucking clue what's going on here um then so i'll give you just the rundown of the rest of the episodes so the second episode was about strength that's the one that i just mentioned where they talk about like why it's important to build strength and why and they kind of like debunk the whole like you don't have to look like Thor, right? Because it's obviously Chris Hemsworth. And they talk about like having strength and um, as you get older, your proportion of strength uh, is directly related to longevity, right? Like how long you live. And they they talk about that kind of stuff and obviously why that's important. Um, then they do stress, right? Stress is another one. And they introduce like cortisol. They talk about like the stress hormone cortisol. And I thought it was really interesting because they talk about how, and they don't, again, they don't get into the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems, but they do talk about cortisol. And they say like, if you're stressed all the time, it's going to cause bad things. And versus like this stress hormone cortisol was originally, you know, in hundreds of thousands of years ago, it was released in order to um, get us into the fight or flight mode. But then they talk about like the ramifications of, of constantly being stressed and how that affects the body. Um, then another one was memory. So they talk about like the brain, how the brain works. Uh, and then obviously in one of these episodes, that's when 
Chris Hemsworth reveals that he's at higher risk for um, Alzheimer's and says he's like stepping away from acting for a little bit to kind of like, you know, enjoy time with his family and like be really healthy. Um, and then they do fasting is another episode, which I thought was really cool because they don't, they kind of like, they don't promote really like, oh, dude, you should do intermittent fasting, right? Like they mention it and they're like, yeah, that's a thing that some people do, but like fasting should be a part of everyone's diet or everyone's, you know, life and routine. And then they break down the reasons why, again, they, they call them zombie cells. Like it clears out the zombie cells. That's that apoptosis, right? That's all that shit. And then the last, the last episode got kind of goofy. Um, it's about acceptance and like getting old and dying and they like age Chris Hemsworth. They put him in like a suit that like makes him feel like an old person. It like restricts his movement and like they do all kinds of weird shit. And then like they essentially like kill him. They, they have him experience death and weird shit. It's, it's like, a, it's kind of goofy, right? Um, but five out of the six episodes, I think they knocked it out of the park. I think they hit a home run. So, like I said, like, I, I can't sit here and tell you that you need to go watch it, but the collective you as, as our listeners, um, I highly recommend it. Like I would, I would tell anybody that asks about it, it's worth it. Like definitely watch it and check it out. I enjoyed it. So you, I mean, you might still enjoy it, but you're not going to sit there and be like, wow, I had no idea. That's why fasting is good for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's also, I mean, you, you know the drill. It's it's hard for me, A, because, like, forget knowledge base, because obviously you have a knowledge base, whatever. But I have every day, this is what I do. Right. So it's like, there's also an element of, I'm sure they went over, like so with fasting again. I so I haven't seen this yet. So I'm just going to speak hypothetically mm-hmm. as to why it's hard for me to get excited about this stuff. Well, outside of so he, here's a great example. Couple that comes to the gym um on the side they do catering. So I asked I go, "Oh, are you guys hosting or traveling for Thanksgiving?" They go, "Neither." They go, "We're not doing anything." She goes, "I don't yeah. want to serve I don't want to serve anybody and Jonathan doesn't want to cook." Yeah. So we're taking this week off and we're just not doing anything. And I'm like, I completely understand. (laughs) No, because it's the same thing as like, wow, it must be so great. You just get to like lift every day. I'm like, kind of feels like work. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. So, but like even something, because what it all comes down to is all this info is great, but I need to know how to use it for my people. And if I start telling them that fasting does this and does that and does this and does that, and it's all this beneficial stuff. Cool. But what does it really do? Like at the end of the day, what does it actually do? Like in practical app, like this is like the difference between anatomy and functional anatomy. Right. Functionally intermittent fasting only works if you eat less calories than you were eating before. And you just, and because of the eating in that smaller window, that's how people end up losing so much weight. So like when people come to me about fasting, they're like, well, this and that and this and that. And I'm like, ultimately, what do you want to do? It's like, well, I'm right. trying to lose lose a little bit of weight. 
And I'm like, well, you need to eat less than you were eating before. Right. So if you were eating fucking 2000 before, and now you're eating 1800 and intermittent fasting is a way for you to do that. Great. Right. That's what's important though. It's the math at the end of it. Yeah. And then if we're talking about people who are already like lean and trying to get up on a stage or some shit or get ready for a photo shoot, then it gets a lot more complicated. Luckily for me, I don't deal with any of those people. So I don't really have to concern myself with it. Right. But all of the other stuff, although good, it's a little like, it's a lot for me. Yeah, to go yeah. to go through it. Right, right. And that's like I said, like I I can't sit here and tell you specifically no. that you should go watch it. But no, I think I'm... like if any of your clients ask you, like, hey, have you heard of this thing? Yeah. I would I would say to recommend them to watch it. Because yeah, I think so I, I think, think it's I think it's beneficial. That would be like so I what what was it? Six episodes? How long are they? Like 50-ish minutes. And I don't have to bother with the last one because it's fucking weird. Yeah. And if someone was to ask me, it's like, oh, well, did you see the sixth episode? It's like, ah, it was kind of too weird for me. Yeah, yeah. That's basically it. <laughs> it got, yeah. got a little goofy. Yeah, because it's about death. <laughs> All right. So it's five hours. I suppose I could because then it'll like give me like content or talking points or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I was able to use Liver King. Yeah. <laughs> last week yeah so yeah, the b- big surprise do, you want to transition into that are you good with limitless um yeah i mean i just i'm like 50 50 i might watch it i might not i have no idea um so like one of the i because you right, went i'll write i'll write i'll write this down yeah because you <laughs> went specifically into fasting yeah and this is why i like peter atia a lot is he doesn't he doesn't shit on intermittent fasting, but he also doesn't like prop it up and say that like everyone needs to do this. He literally, so his whole thing again, remember is, is health and longevity. He's yeah. trying to help people live as long as they can, as healthy as they can. So he flat out said in this, this documentary, people that do intermittent fasting isn't enough for this, the benefits at the cellular level, right? So what his, his whole thing is, he wants to make an effect at the cellular level. He wants to trigger cellular apoptosis and kick the body into ketogenesis and all of these things. And he's like, in order for that to happen, you have to fast for a minimum of 24 hours. So he's talking about stuff like that. And again, every episode has like this goofy challenge thing because it, it has to be theatrical, right? It's on National Geographic. So like the 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 challenge that Hemsworth had to do for the fasting episode was him and Atia both fasted for four days straight. So like, and some of them were just kind of stupid. Like the, the shock one, he had to swim like a hundred meters in fucking ice water in like the Arctic with like no wetsuit. It it was like this, it's just, it's goofy shit that they have to do to like make it exciting, right. For people to watch, but the the challenges are, are less really what's good about the show versus like the actual information that they get. Um, And again, like I said, that's why I like Peter Atia and I like the stuff that he puts out. 
is because he'll flat out tell you like, if you're looking for health and longevity, this is what you have to do. Because he even talked about um, when, as far as saunas go, he broke down, like, if you want to get the best effect for health and longevity, you need to do a, I think it's at least 180 degrees, three days a week for a minimum of 20 minutes. It's like, if you do anything less than that, like, you're not, it's not that you're not going to get any benefit, but like, this is what the research shows. Like, this is what it's going to get. So he's, he's very specific about that stuff. Well, that's good. Cause it's not like, if you want to accomplish a certain thing, it should be, it, cause that, cause I, I know there's not a lot that's black and white in our world, our mind, you're not in it anymore, whatever. <laughs> um, there's not a lot that's black and white, right? But like some things are. Yeah, but they're hard. So people don't want them to be exactly. And it's like, so it's like, oh, sauna. It's like sauna is really good for you. It's like, yeah, it, it is. And you're like, yeah, you know, I'm really trying to like, you know, I saw the documentary. Like, I really want to like live longer. Da, 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 blah, 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 blah. And it's like, OK, cool. So uh, where do you go three days a week? Wow. Well, well, I don't really do three. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Did you fucking listen to the guy? Or they're like, well, you know, 180 degrees is really hot, so I just do 150. And it's like, okay, but like that's... So now, and this is where a little gray comes in. So what's your plan to get to 180? Well, I don't know. That seems warm. Yeah. Bro, like this isn't the fucking... It's not... It's You can't have it the way that you want. (laughs) What's what? It's not the way that's convenient to you. Yeah, yeah. Life does not start and end at your convenience, Donnie. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> like, if the it, it's like, um, so I listened to Keith Barr talk about tendon rehab, mm-hmm. and he does all any research with tendons. Like, you want to know research with tendons? This guy fucking does it. He's in the lab, he's with people, whatever. And one thing he says with tendons, he goes, if if someone has a tendon injury, you want to load the tendon. So if you are dealing with some patellofemoral stuff, like top of the knee or like kneecap, then you need to load your knee. 30-second hold, two minutes off, four times. Right. He goes, and you can do that like every day. And then what does it end up being? It's like, mm-hmm, I don't know about that. Why? The tendon research just said, like, what, what, yeah. why? Because, because, because yeah. it, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt. You are hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why it hurts. It yeah. hurts because you're hurt. It should fucking hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a good thing, like, for once. Right. And then, but like, that's the thing is you have to do the protocol. Right. If you want it to work. Right. It's like, well, I don't know if I want to hold a bodyweight squat for 30 seconds. You know what? Then keep fucking stretching your quad out, and I fucking hope the best for you. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not going to fucking work. It's the classic: the people that want to lose weight, right? And they come to you like, "Oh, I got to lose weight. I want to lose weight," and they they're they don't lose weight, and they're like, "I don't know what you like. I'm only eating, you know, say like, use your example from earlier, right? Say they they they're used to eating two thousand calories a day, 
And they're like, I'm only eating 1800 calories a day. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. And my first question would be like, okay, what are you doing on the weekends? And they're yeah, like, you're, well, you're, you know, you're only I typically logging. don't, I, I typically don't really, you know, watch too much on the weekends. It's like, okay, well, are you logging your food? Yeah, mostly, right? That's usually what they say, mostly. And it's like, no, no, no. Are you every single fucking thing that goes into that hole in your face? Are you logging it? Yes or no? Because yeah, if the answer is no, then that's why you don't know why you're not losing weight. Because if you, I can, I have an app on my phone right now that tracks calories of food. If I only put in one meal a day and on my app, it's, it's say I eat one meal that's 750 calories and I do only do that every day. And it's like, look, the app on my phone says I'm only eating 750 calories a day. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. Well, because you're not logging everything that you're doing. You're not, it's like people are just, like you said, they want it at their convenience, right? They want to lose weight at their, they, yeah. they have decided that if they just say enough times, I want to lose weight, they'll just lose weight. And like, that's not how it fucking works. Like it's a very simple mathematical equation. You need to consume less than what you burn. Yeah. It's not Mustafa and Austin Powers where he gives in when you ask <laughs> me the question the third time. Yeah. No. And then, and then another thing I always like too, is like oh, trying to lose weight and it's like, all right, what was the weekend look like? Well, I do like to have a glass of wine. It's like, it ain't a glass of wine. That's your fucking problem. Right. So if what you the drink fuck is a, coming with it? A bottle or you drink a bottle of wine, which is probably 600 calories. If I had to, if I had to guess in an entire bottle of wine, I mean, that's just a guess. But like, it's, it's shit like that too, where people are like, oh, I don't know. Like I barely even ate anything yesterday. Okay. No, well. it's, it, you know, you know, here, here's one. So, um, one of my, one of my athletes, his father's fucking pain in the ass. Um, the guy we met at the sports book. Oh times. yeah. 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 So he's like, he goes, oh, I can get something he healthy from Emma's right. I go, probably not. But what, like, why are we doing this right now? Yeah, I go, I go. Why? So his son orders buffalo tenders, rice pilaf, and a potato. Doesn't sound bad, right? No. Okay. Fried tenders, right then and there. We're already looking at high calorie intake. Right. The buffalo sauce, obviously, hot sauce and butter, and that's generally how it goes. Right. That's probably. Four servings of fat just in the buffalo tenders and the sauce. Maybe even more. Maybe like six. Rice pilaf. That's probably another four servings. Of, like So right then and there, you've had 10 servings of fat. And if I only want you eating right. six to eight a day, right. you're over in what isn't that bad of an option. Yeah. Until you break it down and realize, fuck. It's a horrible option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the other thing too. Like you said, I this used to drive me nuts when people are like, oh, can I get something healthy from here? And it's like, people don't understand what the word healthy means. Like as a, what a lot of people in the fitness world probably would not like to admit, you can lose weight. You can eat a Big Mac every single day and lose weight. If all you do is eat one Big Mac every single day, you're going to lose weight. 
right? Like, and we don't have to get into like blood work and all that other shit. Like, I'm just talking like, if you're, if your one goal is to lose weight. If this was the comments on Instagram, you'd be getting killed right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people, because people are like, oh, I need, what's something, what's a healthy option? Like, what does that even mean? I know I've said this a million times in the podcast. Like, I hate when people are like, oh, this is good for you. Or is this good? Like, what is, define what that means. What is that good for you? Like, is it going to cause you cancer? Is it going to cause you to drop dead immediately when you eat it? Because I could give you something that objectively, most people would say avocados are good for you, right? People are, they, they use that, that quote unquote, avocados are good for you. Yeah, of course. Well, if not. you give it to someone with an avocado allergy, it's going to kill them instantly. They're going to go into anaphylactic shock. So is yeah. an avocado good for you? I don't know. Like, what the fuck does that question even mean? Is it good for you? Like, is it going to make you live longer? I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Well, it's green, right? Green stuff is good for you. Well, not really. No, because an entire avocado. So, again, like. Well, you, if, yeah, if you eat an entire avocado. An entire avocado. Probably- 1200 calories it's probably four to six servings <laughs> no it's even more because if it's mostly fat yeah one serving is the size of your thumb yeah how many thumbs do you think are in a full avocado four or five at least depending on the size yeah so so right there if i want you eating six to eight a day and four or five are in that one avocado Good fucking luck the rest of the day. Yeah. Never mind if that's like a burrito bowl or something. Oh, burrito bowl. It's good for you. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. That avocado and that cheese that goes on that fucking burrito bowl. Never mind the fat in the food. You're over your day's worth of fat. And that's one meal. Right. So what the fuck are you going to eat the rest of the day? But yeah, you know what? You're right. Thank God that was healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just dumb, right? Because then the the people like the they get into like the salad stuff too. They're like, oh no, salad, it's good for you. Okay, well, first of all, before we even get anything, where did the where did the lettuce come from? Like, where did the leaves come from? Were they sprayed with stuff that now you're eating? So, like, yeah, is it good for you? I don't know, because you just ingested Roundup. How how good is Roundup for you? It's pretty fucking terrible, right? I eat a little bit of it every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just becoming more immune to the poison. Um, and then you you have the, all right, well, what else are you putting in it, right? So to your point, you cut up an entire avocado and put it on your salad. And then you cut up a bunch of chicken and put it in. And then you put way too much fucking salad dressing on it. And then before you know it, you're quote, good for you salad is now like 1500 calories. <laughs> like, yeah, but all, but I've been eating a lot of salads lately. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, it is mind blowing. Just or actually it's not mind blowing. It, it, no, it's, it's, it's not at all. People actually. are fucking stupid. It's just it, stubborn. Yeah. It's stubborn. Yeah. 
and they're, they, they're they want they want to they want a result, but they're completely, completely, and utterly unwilling to, to do the things that it needs. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, I, I still want to go to Subway on Tuesdays because that's easiest for me. Yeah. Okay, man. Like you can go to Subway on Tuesdays, but if you get a foot long sub, you can't have another fucking grain the rest of the day. Yeah. Like at all. Not one. Yeah. Well, I can't have oats. Nope. I thought, I thought oats are good for you. They are. Or they can be. Right. But not when you're already eating all of your grains for lunch. Right. Yeah. But it's good for you, though. Yeah. Fucking Christ. So is eating raw liver. It's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> By raw liver, do you mean Tren? He was, <laughs> that was a nice stack of whatever he was on. Yeah. I know I, I saw Winstrawl. I don't know if Deco was in there. I can't remember. Truthfully, I don't. I don't know my uh, my PEDs too well. Let me see but, if I can pull it up. But he was on eleven thousand dollars worth of fucking PEDs at a given time. Pretty good. Eleven thousand dollars. Yeah. Or was it eleven hundred? Eleven thousand. But I saw eleven thousand. Now I don't know what that time frame is. I don't think that's a month. But yeah. So if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, the Liver King. If you've seen him on Instagram, whatever, guy's jacked, obviously not from natural sources, but he likes to tell you that if you follow his ancestral tenets, then you can be just like him or some bullshit. I don't know. And one of his things is that he would eat raw organs like liver, testicles, whatever. And, you know, that was like part of his thing and, you know, being primal and fucking God knows what, who the fuck knows. But like everyone knew he was on steroids. People have been asking him for years and he would be like, no, I'm not on steroids. No, no, obviously, obviously not on steroids. First of all, not on steroids. Yeah. Well, he got back for taking steroids. So, and lots of them, like lots Lots. of them. Yeah. So I found the, uh, I found the stack. So he was taking IGF one, which is growth hormone. Um, The real IGF one, not the fucking deer antler spray that you're going to buy on the internet that you fucking spray something under your tongue and you think that like you're going to be fucking strong because buy it off Groupon. Yeah. Yeah. I did that in college. I was like, Oh, this is what Ray Lewis used. Oh, I, I got to use it too. It's probably really good. No, it's fucking useless. It's a waste of time. This is a legitimate, like injectable human growth hormone, um, insulin growth factor one to be, uh, Frank. Um, so he was taking that um, CG, CJC. I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't, I don't know what CJC is. Um, but then it's Ibutamorin. I also don't know what Ibutamorin is. I've never heard of that before. No, closest thing I've heard is Clen. Yeah. Well, Clint, yeah, clenbuterol is what all the um, boxers get popped for because it uh, it sheds. It's a good. It's a good like it helps you be super lean, basically. Yeah. Um, it sheds water, weight, and fat. Um, I've taken knockoff clen before, not like the injectable clen, but like tabs, and it's literally like um, what I would imagine. Obviously, I've never done meth. But I would imagine I would imagine it's probably like a 
pretty close to doing meth. Um, that the was old, the old Mexican ephedra from hydroxycut. That's basically what it is. I think that's basically clen. It's like a derivative of clen. Uh, the old, like the original stack or two <laughs> <laughs> before it got yanked off the shelves back in the day. Um, and what else? Omnitrope. Um, not super familiar with Omnitrope either, but then he's got, I think these are, I think these are more primal options than you might be used to. Yeah. But then our, he's our, got our ancestors took these, um, test Sipionate, which I'm pretty familiar with that. Um, that's your stock standard, um, testosterone injection. Yep. It's, it's just testosterone. Uh, there's two kinds. There's testosterone, cypionate, and ethanate. Um, cypionate's probably more popular. Um, but I mean, it's like people that are on, because this is the other thing too. And we, we've talked about, it. I mean, we've been doing this for four years now. We've talked about steroids plenty. Um, but like, if you, if you know someone that like goes to the doctor that gets TRT, like testosterone replacement therapy, like I believe all men at least you should at least go to the doctor and get your levels checked when you're like 35. And I think all men over 35 should be on some sort of, of TRT. Um, but that's again, neither here nor there. Um, but test Sipionate is what you would get from a doctor, right? Like that's like people that are like, Oh my God, you're taking testosterone. It's like, yeah, it's the same shit you would get from a doctor. So it's not like DECA. <laughs> which is next on the list. <laughs> oh, Deca was on it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Deca Dianabol. Um, that is pretty legit. That's a hardcore, that's a hardcore steroid, which oddly enough, um, is tough on your liver. <laughs> yeah. But he eats so much liver to offset it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes yeah. his liver stronger. Everyone knows that the liver is strengthened by eating its own. Yeah. And then he caps off his list Winstrol. with Winstrol, which that helps cut that cuts weight and fat, right? Is that what that one is? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. It's a weird stack because Deca beefs you up. But I think one of the like Ibutamorin might lean you out. Like it's, I don't know. It's just a weird stack. It seemed, I, I don't truthfully, I'm not familiar with CJC or Ibutamorin or Omnitrope, but uppers and downers, do we? Yeah, it feels like a mix of uppers <laughs> and downers, really. Like, what are you really trying to accomplish? Like, why not rotate these, right? Like, why not do like six weeks of DECA and then 12 weeks of CLEN? You know, like, like do it like that. Like that actually makes sense. Like why have all of these kind of like fight against each other at the same time? Cause he's just, he's a fucking moron. Yeah, that's true. Part of the reason he got bagged is he was just reaching out blindly to people like trying to buy HGH off them. <laughs> now, okay. So it wasn't maybe blind, blind, but like, right. He was reaching out to people like in the industry or in the world soliciting hgh whatever and buying it like he wasn't like a narc either right right <laughs> fuck imap so so follow-up question on testosterone 
Because obviously you can go to your doctor or whatever. They'll try not to give it to you. Um, yeah, they'll do anything they can to not <laughs> yeah. give it to you. What's the deal with like some of those clinics? Like New England testosterone or whatever the fuck. Like, do they um, do, do do they do TRT? It's just like what cash based. Um, that's a good question. I'm not super familiar with that, but I would imagine. Well, I'm so familiar. Do... I probably just made one up. <laughs> well, I would imagine like what you would do because no, I've heard like the old commercials on like the sports hub and stuff yes. like that. Um, that if you have a shitty doctor that is going to do everything they can to not prescribe you testosterone that you would then go to one of these clinics and they're kind of like more apt to do that for you. Right. Yeah. It's dude, I could go on fucking rants about a lot of shit. And I think I've done one before about uh, just doctors in general, but like general practitioners are kind of fucking morons. Yes. They are educated, but they're not smart. Exactly. Right. So because, and I think it was in, in regards to testosterone levels, right? Like if you go to, let's say let's a, in a hypothetical scenario, let's take a 36 year old male that has a um, testosterone level of 350 millimolar per whatever the fuck the measurement is. If you go to a general practitioner and you say, doc, I feel sluggish. I'm always tired. I don't feel like I used to, like, I just don't feel like myself. Like, can we get my testosterone checked? And they're like, oh yeah, sure. Oh, well, you know, it came back and you're at 350. That falls in the normal range. Well, the normal range is from, I think it's 250 to 1100. So that's a huge fucking range. And also when you're 36 years old, you shouldn't be at the low end of that range. Because I think the average like 80 year old is like 250. So if you're 36 years old and you're at 350, there's a problem, right? Whatever the problem is, like it still needs to be looked into more. But a typical general practitioner would be like, nope, you fall in the normal range, you're fine. I'm not, why would I, why would I prescribe you testosterone? You fall in the normal range. That's, that's, that's stupid. But if you go to like a urologist or one of these, you know, men's health clinics, they actually look at you and be like, holy shit, you're 36 years old and your testosterone is at 350. We need to do something to help you. You know what I mean? Like imagine these, that a these doctor people, that wants to help. Yeah, I know. Right. Like these people that like, that think that doctors have all the answers or like that their general practitioner has all the answers are fucking idiots. Cause the, they typically they don't, <laughs> right? Like they no, and I hate to do this, but it's it is a bit of a jack of all trades, master of none. Exactly. Now, it's not master of none. Like you still know way the fuck you still know a lot of shit. Physical, right? but like yeah. that's the thing is like physicals and the sniffles and fucking you know, they listen to your breathing and it's like, oh fuck, something ain't right here. Like right, right. They can still do that stuff, but yeah. When it comes to like the specialized stuff, it's they like, know nothing. You don't really know what you're talking about. It's like it's like it because a very easy example is you wouldn't go to an orthopedic surgeon for your heart, right? <laughs> yeah, but you would go to the general guy for a specific need, right? And like ideally, if you have a good general practitioner, they would refer you to the specialist, right? If they would be like. 
Well, you know, your testosterone is in the normal range, but it is a little bit low. It's on the low end of normal. So I'm going to refer you to this men's health clinic to maybe get a second opinion, right? Like that's a good general practitioner, one that realizes like, I'm not really super sure about this or, you know, like they're like, I think I might've heard a heart murmur, but like, I don't know. So I'm going to send you to a cardiologist for an EKG, right? Like it's, that's what a good general practitioner does. They don't just fucking sit there and be like, nope, you're fine. Well, when you find a good one, let me know. Yeah, yeah I know, right? I'm still looking. Although I might, I'm, I might go back to my, my old doctor that I had um, a few years ago. He was in Foxborough. He left and went to Rhode Island. Um, he's a cash doctor. He does similar to what Benedict Arnold does. Um, it's yeah. cash, cash-based. Have I told you about that, the guy? Yeah. Yeah. So but he's also more of like a not a natural path, but no, he's a DO. He's a doctor of osteopathy. Yeah. So he's more into like what's causing this problem versus like you have this problem. Here's a prescription. Here are pills. Yeah. Pills are good. Pills are good. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to, I mean, it's 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 a Joe Rogan episode, so obviously it's long. But if you ever have some time or you wanna actually, you know, really learn more, and this could be for you, but also for our listeners. Um, there's an episode of Joe Rogan. The guy's name was Brigham. I'm trying to look him up really quick so I can find his last name. Um wasn't young, was it? <laughs> I don't think so. Um because frankly, I probably wouldn't listen to that guy. No, I'm probably not going to listen much what Brigham, whatever Brigham Young has to say. Uh, Brigham Butler. <clears throat> so it's the Joe Rogan episode 1873. Came out on September 23rd. Um, Brigham Bueller. Sorry. So he, this, it was an absolutely fucking. That sounds fucking made up. Wild, wild podcast. Like every now and then, Rogan has like a really, really good guest that kind of like blows the doors off. He's this guy that run. He now runs the company Ways to Well, which is like a a comprehensive like medical clinic and program and all that shit. But he originally got his start in the pharmaceutical world, and he would he was a sales he was a salesman for some massive pharmaceutical company. And he did very well at that job. And then as he advanced, he kind of learned like the ins and outs and the shadiness of the pharmaceutical world. And so he like took all of the money that he made and just bailed and started his own, like, again, comprehensive health clinics called Ways to Well. Um, but it he fucking shredded like the insurance companies it's a, it's basically a massive racket between the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies. They're in bed with each other and they they literally only give a shit about making money and that's it. Is is the the cliff notes of it. But like he goes into depth about like the shit about that and it's it's great. Like I said that's a that's one that's one of those podcasts where like I would highly recommend that everyone listens to it. Um Again, I know it's long because it's a Rogan podcast, but uh, number 1873, Brigham Bueller is definitely worth it. If you want to like 
have your eyes wide the fuck open about all the shady shit that goes on in the medical world. That's that's one of them. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to get on a flight, so I may as well download it. Mm. That's true. That's like one way. Yeah, it is. That's that's basically the flight to New Orleans. Yeah, was it three and a half? Ish. Yeah. What'd you say? 1873? That was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a good year for bourbon. This was only fucking two and a half hours. It's like oh. naughty. Yeah. Audio. What the fuck? Yes, audio only. Go to settings. What the fuck is this? Are you on Spotify? Yeah. Audio only. Oh, the download because Rogan's one I've of never like... seen yeah. I've never seen that before. So he's one of like three people that are allowed to have video on Spotify. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen that. Yeah. So if you want to watch the video with it, <laughs> no, I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'll just listen. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, I haven't decided how I'm going to keep myself entertained on these two flights yet. <laughs> Although it's JetBlue, podcast Jet, is usually it, the way to go. It's JetBlue Delta, so we should probably have in-flight entertainment, yeah. not like Southwest. Yeah, <laughs> Southwest doesn't have anything. Oh, you no. can, or Southwest has something. You have to watch it on on your device. Yeah, Southwest is literally the Wild West. They don't assign seats. They just give you like a group number, and they're like, "Good luck." Find a good seat. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know that. I mean, you do know that going into it, I guess. No, you do. You do, right? So, anyway. I don't know. I mean, like I've heard some people I'll never fly Southwest. I don't get to pick my seat. What if you're flying by yourself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't want to sit in the middle. Then pay. To right. get in group A. Right. It's like 30 bucks. Exactly. Yeah, if it's a, the best. That's if another it's the best one flight. of those. Uh, people want the results, but they don't want to do what it takes to get the results, right? They want they they don't want to pay to be in group A, but they they want to not have to sit in the middle. Yeah. They don't, well, they don't mean, want to do what it takes to guarantee themselves to not have to sit in the middle despite not being able to pick your seat ahead of time, but they want that anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, for, for a short flight, I don't know. Again, I don't know where you stand for a short flight. I'm good with, um, I actually like the window. Yeah. I think if it was a longer flight and I knew I was going to get up, I'd want Nile. Um, but I don't know. I actually like the window. It just feels like I'm just like in my corner and I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't get up. I don't, I don't get up. I didn't get up in Austin. That was the longest flight I've been on. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Honestly, anything less than three hours, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's if like you're if flying I don't, if two, I... two and a half hours somewhere and you have a middle seat. Okay, dude, it's two hours. Like it's not the fucking end of the world. Yeah. I don't know. People are weird. Yeah. People are fucking weird. That's for sure. Um, 
All right. Well, do you want to uh, want to wrap this bitch up? We can wrap this up. All right. Let me see if I have anything here. I might. I might not. Oh, I did write something down. Okay. So you go to a restaurant and something's on the menu. Do you have anything that is, in fact, an auto order for you? Ooh. Now, um, obviously, each place yeah. has a dish yeah. that you might like. That's not what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. Um, so, like, an example for me, any wedding that I go to, just pencil me in for the steak. Whatever I don't care. I don't, I don't give a yeah. fuck what the fuck else they're offering. Put me in for the steak. Yep. That's what I want. I'm 100% on board with that. That's what I'm getting. It does not matter what the steak is. It's only going to be a fucking filet or a strip anyway. So yeah, yeah. doesn't matter what kinds. I think the one I'm going to in December, it's like a bacon wrap something. Someone's like, oh, don't want the bacon wrap. I go. So you want the fucking like vegetarian dish? Like what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you people? Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want bacon. So I'll have the chicken. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Chicken. Mmm. Yum. 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 Chicken. <laughs> fuck off. Fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, for me, depending on where I am and the price of it, prime rib is one of those. Like if I'm somewhere that's like super nice. So obviously you go to a restaurant, you get prime rib, it's going to be expensive, right? But if if there's a prime rib on the menu and it's like 70 bucks, I'm probably not going to order it. No, that's a lot. But if if there's a prime rib and it's like 50 or less, I'll probably order it. Uh, like for example, I just Friday night, Amy and I went out to dinner um, to the town tavern and tap or something like whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. It's in North Attleboro. It's on like Some, yeah. sometimes known as triple T. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, T cubed. So I was looking, I was looking at the menu and I was ready to order. I think I was going to order chicken and waffles. And I looked at the the specials menu. That could be one for you too. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do <laughs> love chicken and waffles. Um, so I look at the specials menu and right on it, it says Friday and Saturday night only after 4 p.m. prime rib. And I was like, well, it's Friday. It's six o'clock. So I'm going to get the prime rib. And it was like 37 bucks. And it, it, I think it was a 16 ounce prime rib that came with horseradish mashed potatoes, green beans, and homemade cornbread. And it was fucking delicious i mean the green beans are an afterthought they you could have just not given them to me <laughs> you could have like, just kept them yeah imagine yeah. that it's like and uh hold the green beans please yeah so you, you go ahead like, oh, and oh, oh you don't like green beans it's like just don't even bother yeah you can go ahead and take those green beans and just throw them in the trash yeah that's because i'm gonna give them back to you <laughs> yeah so so fuck off with that um but the cornbread was amazing the whole the horseradish potatoes were were really good surprisingly good and the prime rib was really fucking good too um so that that's a great example that you asked that question because it literally happened to me three days ago <laughs> and i saw the prime rib like i said it was 37 bucks and i was like i don't give a fuck i'm ordering it 
So that's why I say like price does come into it. Like I said, like if I went to like a, like a Davio's and they have prime rib that's 70 bucks, I'm not going to do that. I'll get something else that's pretty good for, you know, 40. Which but, leads, which leads me. There's only, cause there's really only one for me. Braised short ribs. Yeah. Those and are really it's, it's good. mostly because when I make them, they don't come out that good. They're good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they're not. So sometimes they're not as good, which blows. But braised short ribs is an auto order for me. Yeah. Well, you would love uh, T-Cubed because they do short rib everything. They have like a braised short rib dinner. They have a short rib sandwich. Yep. They nope, have short nope, rib. Nope. No fucking sandwich. Yeah. No, Give me I'm, the fuck. Like I know. I know. I know. But they have short rib on it. They put short rib on everything. They had like a short rib nachos maybe or something. I don't know. They they had literally like four things on the menu that were all short ribs. Um, but yep. the d- dinner, the dinner is good for me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I would say prime rib chicken and waffles is another one that's pretty close for me. And then the, the one that I will throw in there as a caveat, as far as like breakfast goes biscuits is, and gravy. is biscuits and gravy. If I'm somewhere and I see biscuits and gravy on the menu, I'm fucking ordering that shit. <laughs> Does it have to be down south or can it be anywhere? Um, it has to be from a reputable source. So if I go to fucking Denny's in South Attleboro, which I would never, but if I found myself for some reason at Denny's in South Attleboro, I'm not <laughs> ordering the biscuits and gravy from there. I mean, it's that's that's just a fact, but if I'm at like some random diner somewhere in Massachusetts or Rhode Island or anywhere that's not the South and it looks like they might have decent, you know, a decent way of making biscuits and gravy, I'll get it. But like I said, like it's, if I'm in the South, it's an absolute auto order. No, no thinking necessary. Um, (coughs) But if I'm anywhere that's not the South, you kind of have to gauge gauge your surroundings on that one and while we're talking about food this will be a quick one are you going to try gumbo in new orleans i probably not (laughs) i wouldn't bother no i don't think it's worth it it's not it it really isn't because we're not going to the stadium so they have the best gumbo (laughs) yeah the four it's like the 400 section or some shit yeah 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 that was an awesome i i I want to go back and like re-listen to that one part of that that podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what episode that. I don't even know what podcast that was. I think it was uh it was Ross Patterson Revolution. Oh, uh, that's a, that's going back a little bit though. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. Here we go again with the fucking gumbo. <laughs> um No, I I did. I know we're going, you know, whatever. I'm extending the thought. Um, the first time I was there, I didn't have a beignet. We did not go to Cafe Du Monde. I did not have a po' boy. So those are like the couple. Yeah. If I, can I would like off. to have a beignet. Um, well, dude, it's easy. I think fucking Cafe Du Monde's open 24 hours. Yeah. And if it, if it's not, something is. Right. right. Like, we can so find a beignet. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. I would like, as a tourist, I would like to say I went. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. 
I'm 100% down for a, a beignet from Cafe Dumont. And um, Muffaletta will be. That's another one I haven't had, which I'm yeah. open to. Yeah, I'm not against it. But gumbo, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good with the gumbo. I've had so I've had it up here. I've had it down there, and it's better down there. But it's not good. I don't even know if I would be into like a crawfish boil, if for whatever reason we we stuck. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like too messy. I'm good. We're there. We're there for a very specific purpose for two days. Yeah, like literally forty eight hours. Yeah. Um, there's no time for. A big crawfish boil. No, no. It's like, I don't know how to do it right. Like, not the right time. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think the only thing, well, aside from the drinks, (laughs) the only thing that I really would like is a beignet from Cafe Dumont, right? Like, because obviously we have to get a a hand grenade and like, you got to do like the yeah hand grenade. We got to go to the beach. Um, I think you should have to experience how terrible hurricanes are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not good. Yeah. So that means we got to go patios. Um, there's a wet willies like, yeah, I mean, we have been to wet willies before. So. I, know. I mean, I'm sure we'll end up there as a group, but that's not one of those where it's like, oh, we have to go. It's like, I've, I've been there and I've, I've blacked out. <laughs> yeah, I'll just avoid the grain alcohol. Yeah, yeah, I'll just get like a regular one this time. <laughs> yeah, they don't, all not all of them have grain alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that even with the choice, it's like some of them don't have grain alcohol. Give me the grain alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely didn't really taste. I don't think they tasted like they had grain alcohol either. No, it tastes like nothing. Part. That's the problem. Yeah, it tastes like delicious. I actually drank a frozen hurricane walking to get regular hurricanes <laughs> last time I was there. Oh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, that's this weekend. So we'll we'll report back afterwards. Yep. Um, so let's see, what do I want to run with? Um I guess I'll run with this one because it's already kind of passed anyway, but I don't want it to get too out of date. So this past weekend, the Royals, like what's his fate? What's his dick? Who's the one? Was it? So truthfully, I actually don't even know this. I don't know if it was the actual Royal family, like the bald one with the hot wife or the redhead um, with the American wife that got like shunned from the, the family. I don't know which one of them was in Boston. Um, but one of them, one of the brothers was in Boston last weekend. Um, I would assume it was probably the bald one with the the, the good looking wife. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Here. I don't I don't know. know. I, I, but they the were also here English- with, with Biden. So Biden was in Boston the past weekend too. And this has this actually has nothing to do really with them. Like, I don't really give a shit about who the fuck they are and who was here. My favorite part was I saw on Twitter, and this is to anyone that's listening to this show that lives around, like in Massachusetts, around Boston, will fucking get this. And think I hope they think it's as funny as I do. There were a bunch of people on Twitter 
that were tweeting, what the fuck? How am I supposed to get to Market Basket this weekend? Yeah, and Somerville. Yeah. They were concerned about getting to Somerville Market Everyone Basket. Everyone was flipping out about trying to get to the Market Basket in Somerville because the fucking royal family was here this weekend. They didn't give a fuck about any of that. They were like, I got to go food shopping and they're not, they're going to make it. So I can't go food shopping. And they were pissed. People were like tweeting up a storm. It was amazing. It was, I loved, I loved every second of it. And I was like, this is such a classic fucking like Boston, like New England thing. People that are like so set in their ways that do the same thing all the time. And then a famous person comes in and their security like fucks up like their day. Like they can't do the same thing. And they're like, oh, fuck this. Which I say that as like a joke, like making fun of them. I am one of those people also. Like I'm not pissed. I'm not so I'm not like this high and mighty person that's like, oh, look at all these peasants. No, no, no. I'm one of them. Every Saturday morning, I go to Market Basket in South Attleboro. Like I am also a creature of habit. If something happened, like for whatever reason, Biden went to Attleboro and I couldn't get to Market Basket in South Attleboro on Saturday morning at nine o'clock, I would be fucking pissed. And I'd probably tweet about it too. So like, it's hilarious, but like, it's also like super fucking accurate. And I loved every second of it because they didn't give a shit that any of these people were here. They cared more that like their daily routine was disrupted. (laughs) Well, I know we're not a fact-based pod and we did do a history lesson not too long ago, but, uh, (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we fight a war in 1776 to not give a flying fuck about the royal family? I believe so. Yeah. So why the fuck would I care now? What Great the question. fuck have what the why the fuck should I care about the royal family? Yeah. It's a great question. Like what purpose do they serve? Like Nothing. what do they do? They They're don't just do rich. anything. They're literally just rich. That's it. Like they're worse than the Kardashians because at least, like at least the Kardashians like made a sex tape. <laughs> yeah, like at least I can like trace back to them doing something. Yeah, this fucking clown was just born. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I know the odds of being born are very very low. Like a lot of, like these people try to use that as like motivation. It's like wow, yeah. your odds your odds of becoming a human are so. So, so, so significant. It's like one in 730 billion, Billion. trillion, whatever. It's like, ah, cool. Wow. I'm so fucking lucky, huh? Yeah. What were my (laughs) odds of becoming a tree? Like, (laughs) I don't don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Your odds of being born were one in one. What the fuck? I know. Like, like I had a choice. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. yeah, like it was like, well, you could have been a brick wall, but you're a human. So credit to yourself. It's like, <laughs> I saw this meme the other day and someone, it was um, two people had sex in the 90s <coughs> and now I have to pay bills. <laughs> and or like now I have to go to a job that I hate and pay bills that I don't want to pay. I think that's what it was. <laughs> it's like, that's actually really fucking funny. I like that. That's pretty good. It's like I didn't ask to be here, but here I am. I gotta go to fucking work every day and I gotta pay bills that are shitty that I don't want to (laughs) do. Yeah, but you're so lucky. Like the odds of you, like, oh, come on. Like, what are the odds? You should be grateful. Yeah. Look at that. I'm real fucking grateful. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe being a tree isn't so bad. <laughs> That's true. You don't have, have to pay ever, bills. Have, have you ever been one? I don't know. Yeah. If they chop you down, that's not great. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then, uh, I mean, I don't know if it would really be a good thing, but you'd live like three hundred fucking years. I don't know if, if I you're want to a live tree. That long. Like, what the fuck is the problem? Yeah, yeah, it's not like you have issues to deal with for three hundred years. <laughs> Pretty stress free existence. <laughs> the worst, the worst thing is like an animal comes along and like pisses on your feet. Yeah, I mean, if you're in <laughs> California, fire. Yeah. Uh, someone could cut you down or yeah, like a random animal pisses on you. Yeah. But who gives a shit? You're a tree. Yeah. Not a bad life. Trees might have it made. I think the trees do have it made. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, so thank you for watching. Uh, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to uh, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, review. Uh, wherever you're at, if you're audio only, you can give us five stars over on Spotify and Apple iTunes, whatever the hell they call their store now is like, it's the Apple pod store. I don't know, whatever it is. It's not the fucking iTunes store anymore. I don't think. Um, but you give us five stars over there. Tell everybody, you know, about the show, uh, a big thank you to mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod when you sign up to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Thank you to GrillYourAssOff.com. Uh, use the same promo code SarcasmPod uh, to get fifteen percent off your entire order every single time you check out. Wait, do the Cowboys have a red stripe on their helmet? Am I seeing shit? No, they do. Why? Couldn't tell you. That's fucking stupid. It's not the Fourth of July. They have a red, white, and blue stripe on their helmet. That's dumb. Uh, uh, I'm I'm guessing it's probably for a reason. I would imagine, but like, it's not Veterans Day. It's not Memorial Day. It's not the Fourth of July. It's December fourth. It's not Pearl Harbor Day. Pearl Harbor Day is December seventh. <laughs> like, what the fuck is the occasion? I don't know. Um. Anyway. Um, you can get us, did I say you could get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod? Well, if I didn't, then you can, uh, we're on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook page is sarcasm speaks the website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch, get our logo, get pretty much any kind of shit you want with our logo on it. Um, and until next time, good night everybody.